0: Welcome back to the Best Book Club in the Multiverse! This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my amazing friends, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Brian Michael Bendis, Mark Bagley, Trevor Harescene, Mark Brooks, Stuart Eminent, and David LaFuente's Ultimate Spider-Man! Though I would be remiss if I didn't call it Ultimate Comics spider-man thank you i am joined (laughs) i am joined by the only two men who i would trust to randomly move in with me my aunt and my i guess girlfriend roommate first off he is a exiled member of the fantastic four it's malcolm russell
1: nelson yeah i i i saw some stuff go down that ultimatum wave really really changed me messed up everybody
0: and he is And he's the resident Iceman of the now defunct X Men. It's Jacob Brown.
2: Verily. I mean, thwip, thwip, true believers.
0: (laughs) It's going to take a little bit for him to adjust.
2: Sorry. Um,
0: Classic Bobby Drake.
1: (laughs) Classic Bobby Drake. Classic Bobby Drake
0: and i am the sensational eric azana and this week we are diving right back into the ultimate universe earth 1610 as we tackle volume one of ultimate Comics spider-man aka the world according to peter parker this is uh continuing on ultimate pete's story from ultimatum and everything that we covered before and this is i guess technically kicking off season two of ultimate spider-man for us we just wrapped up uh the days of thunder where we went through every single bit that we could of jason aaron's thor run and if you haven't listened yet wrapped it all up with a wonderful interview with the man himself last week if you haven't listened to it we had a ton of fun uh jason was amazing so go back check it out but this week We are talking some Ultimate Spider-Man once again. It feels good to have our enforcers back together talking about that dastardly Spider-Man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Use guys. Use guys. Use guys.
0: It almost like when I was reading it, uh, when I was reading it this week, I almost like read too fast. Because I got used to us having to cover 12 to 13 issues
1: per week. I absolutely did
3: that. (laughs) Uh, I absolutely finished this
1: in one day. I was like, oh, I got to go on to the next stuff. And started the next stuff. I was like, wait, I don't (laughs) need to do that yet.
0: (laughs) We're only doing issues one through six, baby. Wait a second.
2: (laughs) The high from the Jason Aaron interview, I was just like, all right, let's get into Spider-Man in the evening. And I'm like, oh, I'm already done. Okay, so uh, (laughs) I guess we're just going to just wait for the next week what what do i do now yeah do i I do i have no idea
0: uh we're talking ultimate spider-man uh when we last left off i think it's important to mention uh spider-man had been through the ringer been going through a lot of different stuff his sort of best friend slash mortal enemy harry osborne was killed uh, his mostly mortal enemy Norman Osborn was also killed um, he went through several different relationships and breakups ending we thought on his relationship with Mary Jane Watson uh-huh. um, Gwen Stacy has been living with him he's been palling around uh, he dated Kitty Pride for not long enough and as we wrapped everything up with season one of Ultimate Spider-Man, the ultimatum wave hit where Magneto in his bloodlust flooded New York City. Spider-Man was thought to have been killed. However, uh, he survived, thankfully. And now we are in a post-ultimatum world. We are now seeing the Ultimate Comics X-Men, Ultimate Comics Avengers, all these new generation of ultimate comics cropping up this is also where we uh, get introduced to your boy jimmy hudson one of the best wolverines uh-huh. and uh-huh. this is marking a new era for spider-man which means a new artist as we mentioned before david lafuente is taking the reins here this was a big change for me uh art wise mm-hmm and not in like a bad way it was just very different because oh, yeah. i had gotten used to stuart eminen's uh art style yeah and this one reverted to a much more uh anime forward uh animated look similar to how bagley was drawing everything but of course a little bit more uh saturday morning cartoon looking how did you yeah. guys what did you guys think about the uh, the artist change
1: we had uh we had gotten a little preview of it in the third annual uh yeah. you'll remember that david lafuente drew the
0: uh that's the, right that
1: great yeah. story yeah with, great with mary and jane peter, and peter like, are they are they going to take it to the next step issue so that was a nice little preview for this and i think his art only stepped up from there
3: mm-hmm. um it,
1: we should also mention that justin poncer is coloring this and i don't think he colored the last annual um right colors were different this this i think the colors help this look like ultimate spider-man yeah um i i love this art i i think it looks so good it's so different but it looks so good and kind of puts you in a mood for this to be a different kind of story which i think is a really interesting choice for sure
0: yeah
2: it really does reflect the story actually this this artwork really do you like it more now jacob I fucking love this artwork. This is yes! this artwork because if you'll remember,
0: if you're if you're up on your lore, book club listeners, Jacob fucking hated the art in the annual.
2: Oh yeah, except for this one, that one, the, this this artist in that story with uh, with Mary Jane. That was the only one that was just like, I like this. I know what th- this is good. This is fantastic.
3: Oh yeah, um,
0: yeah.
2: Shit rocks.
0: You know, I'm gonna be honest especially reading through like the first issue it gave me mad invincible vibes yeah like
1: the art the coloring
0: especially that's mm-hmm. kind
1: of how this story feels now it yeah. feels like, like it's adjusted to invincible which i yeah. i really think is interesting it's uh, it's absolutely a uh, a smart
0: choice i think yeah. and maybe it's just because i happened to read invincible before ultimate spider-man but like Anything that apes from Invincible, I think, is a good
1: thing. Yeah, I, I also think the one one of my favorite things about the Ultimate Universe is how they treat big events. And as, yeah. as crappy as Ultimatum is, I do love that it was a clearly big event thing. That it's not something that was forgotten. You know, yeah. I mean, most you know, it seems like most characters yeah. in the regular Marvel Universe don't remember that Secret Invasion happened. Right? Or don't remember that Secret Wars happened, or like any of that stuff. But like yeah. Ultimatum is still a thing that like it's still being dealt with you know like the city had to be rebuilt you know like it, it it was a huge thing and i love that this book takes that very seriously and kind of just with the with the tone shift and the i guess emotional shift of the ultimate comics line compared right. to just ultimate line it feels like it's taking that seriously still which is really cool
0: yeah again like similarly to invincible i think th- things matter here events matter like everyone is reeling from this and we see it later on with even peter suffering from some ptsd uh dealing with like the ultimatum event um real quick as well i want to give a quick shout speaking of invincible to uh the comics collective who just recently started their read through of invincible Uh Uh, check out Uh their their uh podcast they rule um, they very specifically Dallas over at the Comics Collective said that after listening to our book club, he only reads Olivier is French
1: now. Yeah, so we have true.
0: we have forever left our mark with Olivier if, in French if, violence if That doesn't make it to Amazon. If that doesn't make it to Amazon. We fucked. I'm up. gonna be so mad. I'm gonna be so <laughs> mad
3: if that little
0: voice actor isn't a little French boy. Like Ugh. I'm gonna be so mad.
2: Like that's. But, really- let's be real that's what all those like um what was it like the the, the bug aliens that they have yeah. to have like some sort of french accent. oh
1: they're all they french. Yeah. french like that's they're such a french. funny joke yeah. Yeah. they have to be french
3: mm-hmm.
0: and like specifically like i think olivier should be voiced by like a french canadian like voice actor <laughs> to make sure he's got the blend so, <laughs> of the two worlds
2: That'd be so amazing. but yeah
0: so uh tip to uh comms collective enjoy your invincible read through and uh if you haven't yet go back and check out season one of the book club where we covered the entire series it's wonderful lots of French violence
1: hell yeah, violence. Bro. Hell yeah
0: bro. but let's start this off let's kick this off we got six chapters to go through kicking off things with chapter one and immediately we realize once again this is a brand new artist because Ah, uh, Pete's got that flippy floppy hairstyle here. His hair has never looked floppier, and he oh is boy. rocking some Jim Hawkins from Treasure Planet.
3: Oh my, That's my God! Exactly yes, exactly
0: what he's giving. That's exactly
3: <laughs> it. <laughs> oh
2: my and God! And I kind yes. of
0: like. You remember when everyone had this haircut? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, absolutely. What yes. a
1: magical time that was.
2: Yeah. I
0: was
1: literally again. This is going to be the most me thing. I was literally looking at like pictures from Power Rangers the other day. Yes. And yeah. Frickin Wild Force, like Lunar Ranger, yeah. has, like, that hair, but it's also like frosted colored. Like, uh, like, like the biggest douche.
3: It I felt, like the
1: perfect little soul patch right there. I was like, oh, this is so 2002.
2: I Yo, just- that oh, was
0: man. soul patch was the look for a while. Just speaking God. from experience, I know. Like, I know I try the- to remember soul patch was the look. Lore. I try to forget. I try <laughs> to forget. That's 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 pre brand new day for me.
3: <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> but oh yeah, God. funny enough, this was actually my first hairstyle post Asian American bowl cut. This was the first non-bowl cut really style that I got to rock as an Asian Long in the fan.
1: front, cutting down to the bow. Yep. Oh.
3: It was it was the
1: trunks look, the future
0: trunks, trunk look. Look.
3: trunks. And the only person who wasn't able me. to
0: pull it off is trunks. It's true. And Peter Parker, obviously. So we see that not unlike one Mark Grayson, uh, Peter Parker's working at Burger Mart. I mean, uh, Burger Frog. Yeah. Which is just as bad as Burger Mart, it looks like, because everyone sucks. Service industry. Peter Parker, I've never felt more relatable. Mm -hmm. Uh, Working in the service industry sucks, especially when you have people who are just not on your team, on your Mm -hmm. management team. It's bad. Uh, we do see, however, that there have been improvements as the city is rebuilding itself, namely the blimps. Shout out to uh, Brian Hell McDermott. Yes. Blimps all day. Blimps every day. Hey, baby. And uh, New York's looking pretty good for having been flooded. What, six months ago? Six months. It's, it's looking pretty good for, uh, for a Gotham City from the Batman 2022 that just got absolutely
1: demolished. That's what happens when you have damage control on your side. Damage True. control. And
0: now is, I guess, as good as time as any to uh, mention that this podcast is sponsored by damage control. Uh, damage make sure control. That you, <laughs> make sure that you uh, check them out. And if you have a problem, they'll fix it. We see that uh, this is also where we get our first look at uh, Mary, Mary Jane. Uh, give a look. report. Again, a new look. Uh-huh. Rocking yeah. glasses. Rocking glasses. Wow. We, we've seen her wear glasses every so often, but never, like, at the extent that she is here. And I think that's a really interesting choice. It it feels like they're trying to more girl next door her.
2: Yeah. Yes. She's looking like Gwen Stacy in a spectacular Spider-Man cartoon right
1: now. 100%. Yes. Which this is around that time period. So. Yeah. You're, okay. You're absolutely right, yeah. This is
2: 2009,
0: so yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we see in our next scene that a little uh, little corner store robbery is broken up by this new villain or this new uh, vigilante who is looking very, um, what is the name from the uh, Nick Spencer Spider-Man run? Ugh, oh. Kindred. Kindred, looking oh. very kindred here. Oh, yes. man. This
1: is the shroud. Uh, this, is the sh- the <laughs> this is the shroud. The shroud. This is the shroud.
2: I Which thought I this, love. I first second thought this was anarchy and I'm like, why are we in a Batman comic all of a <laughs> yeah. sudden? What's going on? So look I, who, who when did this you guys think
1: first was... Oh, yeah, yeah. When this character first showed up, I thought it was the hood.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I could yeah, absolutely
1: yeah. see that. Very yeah. the hood.
0: I I, the hood. I thought at first that it was going to be, um it was going to be Scorpion, the Peter Parker clone that we still don't know where he is. Ah. Because he just disappeared, we still don't know where he is. Yeah. Um, Jacob, did you have any idea who this was when we first saw it, when we first see this person?
2: I, the, the Malcolm, took it out of my head. I, I, I was uh, the the hood was exactly what I was trying to remember. I was yeah. like, there was a character that's like Anarchy in in the marvel universe and i was like couldn't figure out what it was and it's, you nailed it yeah, yeah the, fucking the, the, rocks, hood. the hood is awesome i uh, look way. for him
0: in the uh Ironheart series next year uh-huh yeah uh-huh uh, played by uh in the heights his own um, anthony something ramos anthony ramos
1: yes ramos. star I- of the upcoming transformers film as well fuck is he really <laughs> what yeah the, there's oh another god, one coming like, oh my god it's like 90s set and it's Beast Wars. <gasps> is it the oh! same is it the
0: same people that did bumblebee no god no it. it's not i know that's it's that's the, the best transformers movie yes yeah. bumblebee fucking rocks like bumblebee it's fucking drives it's it that literally, literally drives yeah <laughs> So uh this shroud person breaks up this uh breaks up this robbery to save Charlie Brown I guess who is managed, yeah who is yeah, yeah.
1: running the checkout counter here so, yeah uh-huh. it's like older asian charlie brown which yeah. is kind of awesome which i mean
0: they inserted me into a comic book so i guess I pretty excited <laughs> about this good grief about 12 years Early, but, that uh,
1: that oh my god! Board balloon should be good grief. Like, yes, this yes, should it. good grief. By not making that good grief,
0: like. <laughs> they just skimmed by the copyright infringement. <laughs> yeah, they they came right up to the line. They're like, oh shit, Ooh, almost, <laughs>
3: whoo,
1: almost, almost went fell over the over. cliff. <laughs> Can I say this is going to sound really weird? I love this guy's body type. He's built. I think that David Lafuente does is like body types. This looks like a very realistic dude. Yeah,
3: yeah. Like he
1: looks he's he's built, real. he's built, but he's specifically like upper body built. Yeah, you know, like he's a little doughy around the midsection still, but like he's very upper body built. Like that's a he, very he definitely real. works shoulders and arms. Yeah, exactly. I love that. God, and
0: speaking of body types, I love Bobblehead Spider Man. I don't oh know what it is God. about this. I didn't yes. think I Big liked
1: it. Spider Man is so good. I
0: it didn't is. think I liked it when I first saw it, but then the more I got into it, I was like,
1: yeah. This is it. This so is with, the, with slender frame, like slender arms. And yeah, big, like tiny and
0: arms head. and legs. And he's got this like, giant ass head. Yeah. yeah Which so, I guess is the only way that it would contain his, his floppy hair.
1: Exactly. exactly. You can tell that the hair is in that mask.
2: Yeah. I, I love this image, this classic image of just with his backpack on yeah. and yeah. all that. It just was, it's good to read this again. <laughs> yeah. It was really good to see that, that look of Spider-Man in this comic again. Really and I
0: cool. do love that the the lenses take up literally
1: half of his face. Yes. Yeah. I love his big wide eyed Spider-Man.
0: That's it's how awesome. you can always tell that it's ultimate Spider-Man because the eyes are gigantic.
2: Eyes yeah. Are massive
0: so we see the shroud looking over the scene as uh, spidey <laughs> is not just greeted by the uh police but they embrace him he's a hero now that uh mm-hmm. that article that jonah dropped did some major we want to mention it earlier damage control for spider-man and his ah. public image mm-hmm. he's a hero now in mm-hmm. new york mm-hmm. and then we get the a of us scene. you mess
1: with all of us
0: <laughs> raise the cranes everybody getting the
1: cranes the best part in that scene is him saying like call Bukowski. he's working
2: overtime <laughs> oh, he's
3: working
0: overtime <laughs> I'm gonna watch that shit it's again funny. I love that movie
2: he's yeah. not gonna make it he's gonna make he's it, gonna make mm-hmm. it yes. it's like oh,
0: and then he goes and then he rises up with the fucking <laughs> pipe oh it's hype hype Jeez as fuck Christ. um <laughs> So Ultimate uh, Peter Parker, back to the Ultimate Peter Parker. He returns home, uh, sliding into his attic, and he is greeted by the girl from the wrong side of the tracks. Oh, it's God, good it feels back. good. It feels good to say it again. It's good to be back. Oh, oh. Uh, I've been be holding that in. Oh, man and it's very interesting because he gets in there uh gwen is waiting for him gwen stacy uh rocking the pink booted converse years before into the spider-verse yes Uh, and as he comes to greet her they start making out I have a lot of feelings about this. Okay, I thought
2: thought you liked this. I thought you you wanted this. If you could just give me a second,
0: if I can, if I could have the floor for a moment, (laughs) because I've just got, I've got some, I've got some feelings that I just need to talk about. Got a song on his heart and he's got to sing it out. I, I really do. What the fuck is this? No, I, (laughs) I distinctly texted. I got to this page and in the group chat, in all caps, texted, "What the fuck is happening?" Because we have absolutely missed six months i have never felt like i don't know if i felt (laughs) a time skip in a comic book since we saw mark grayson's kid all grown up
2: oh my god realizing
0: that he had spent so many years in the reboot timeline Uh that shit hit me like a truck and this shit hit me like a moped like It still hurts. It doesn't hurt as bad, but it still knocks the wind out of you. Uh Like, what has happened? Six months. Like, I realize a lot can happen. The city is rebuilt. But, like, I, listeners, you know me. You know me. I've been doing this podcast for a while. We've been doing this book club for over a year. Uh I'm a Gwen Stacy guy. Uh Gwen Stacy all day. I don't know how to feel about this because we've spent all of this time setting up the two of them being brother and sister and having that dynamic. And there is, I mean, they're not literally brother and sister, but it's giving me like major step siblings vibe, like mm-hmm. the two of them together. And then they're step making out. What are you doing? <laughs> it's like, what is. Brody. i I don't know how to feel about it, especially because a we just got off of that annual where they were talking about taking their relationship the next step, and b like I don't know Gwen Stacy's been so nebulous for me, and it's fe like I'm getting uh like c w uh barry and iris <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my it's god it's like yeah. i don't know how to feel about you guys being together
2: growing Finally. up like this yeah, yeah exactly um yeah.
0: but i mean just as easily it could be seen as like you're talking about a like a full metal alchemist winry and ed they were generally raised together after yeah. the passing of ed and al's mothers which um to get into specifics, this is Full Metal Alchemist, ladies and gentlemen. This is a uh, this is an anime <laughs> that has uh, two animes actually. Full Metal Alchemist, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. The second one's better. The story it is because yeah. it aligns with the actual manga. Uh, wow. The story takes place in a Amestris. This is a land filled with magic. That is also known as science called alchemy, and Gee, there is because this... you
1: think I'm going to stop this. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> I'm
2: going to Welcome to the anime moment oh, of our podcast. Welcome it's to anime Corner. Pro... Yeah,
1: I, I, I barely know Dick about that, so I'm just going to let it happen. I'm just. <laughs> but yeah, genuinely, like
0: I felt weird about it. How did you guys feel about this reveal?
2: I mean, it was interesting that it is six months uh, of whatever the last of whatever happened the last time we did this. And um, we're, we're going to find out what happened in those last months. I mean, it is very sudden for, you know, what you said, like uh, Mary Jane and Peter were talking about like picking, it's easy going the next step and everything like that. And like uh, what, maybe, maybe that next step happened and uh, they realized, nah. And and or
0: or maybe the next step is breaking up. It's like a, it's like in restaurants, you know, you're promoted to guest when you're fired. That's not, <laughs> it's not, you know, you're not fired. You're promoted to guest.
3: Exactly. <laughs>
2: oh my God. Oh my God. Uh, I didn't, I have never heard that term. So that's actually, it sounds about right. Oh, wait, that, that explains like that. Those five other waiting jobs I've had that no wonder.
1: Yeah. You just got promoted. Oh, you just got okay. promoted, man. Congratulations. Wait,
2: Congratulations should I be taking, should I be getting checks from that? Oh my god! I thought. thought As uh,
1: Jacob
0: has this existential crisis, Malcolm, what was your reaction to this changeover?
1: So listen, I remember picking up this issue in two thousand nine. Very strong, fucking wild. It came out. uh, I, I was thrown for a loop, but also excited. Um, I two two things we got to remember here three things we gotta remember one it is six months later right two it's after a very big cataclysmic event which kind of if you know we are all of the age where we remember you know a 9-11-esque event uh but we are not of the age where that would have affected us like as adults or like as teens you know what i mean so like right it, it, especially you know with us not living in new york like that's that's a huge thing and it, it would make sense for a big cataclysmic event to change your perspective on things
3: mm-hmm. uh
1: three we do have to remember this is a very different gwen stacy because this is a gwen stacy who just came back to life right before the ultimatum wave yeah, very true that's right a before. very good point and even even with that we did see differences there if you look at Original Gwen Stacy before she's killed by Carnage, she's very punked out, you know. She's, chick. And she's still a little punked chick. out here. Mm-hmm. She's still a little punked out here, but like, you know, even like right after when she comes back, right before Ultimatum, you know, when they're going into town in Ultimatum, she's wearing like a sun dress. Like, she's she's a very That's different true. kind of character. That's a good point. There's a different characterization there. So keep that in mind as well. That she is kind of different in general. Um, yeah, new lease on life, I guess is the best way to put it. But All these things kind of make sense. Um, That's a fair point. I will say you do get a little bit of context at some point as to what's going on in that six months, but you don't really, because it's not important. The important thing is that we are here now. So interesting. Don't dwell on that too much. Well,
0: I am just going to count my blessings. All is right in the world. Peter and Gwen are together.
1: Also, this Gwen Stacy is a real problem for younger me. Like this. This is really where Gwen <laughs> Stacy becomes a real problem for me.
0: It's the bangs, man. It's just the, it's, it's the bangs. It's the bangs. It's the bangs. The perfectly converse. That, like this. Yeah. This is, yeah th- this is exactly like I mean, just all when Gwen Stacy across the board yeah. has been a problem for like high school Eric yeah. when like yeah when his only type was scene girls.
1: And like, (laughs) this is literally like, this would have been a problem. She's got the rings on literally every finger. Like, oh my God. Like, she is absolutely a problem for high school me. So speaking of problems,
3: Peter gets a knock
0: at the door. (laughs) Yeah. And finds that he's got another blonde haired guest. It's Johnny Storm of the Fantastic Four uh, doing his best uh, David Bruce Banner (laughs) drifter look as he's like hey can i can i stay here tonight and then he just passes out drifter but make it chanel yeah yeah (laughs) drifter but make it fashion (laughs) and he passes out in peter's arms they don't know what to do with him meanwhile okay we get the most into the Spider-Verse looking Kingpin that we've ever seen in the comic. Right? So this is when you realize that that movie had a
1: lot of inspiration from Dave LaFonti. It absolutely <laughs> did. He should have gotten a little bit more credit there. And yeah. a little bit of money, too. Because this is absolutely Leo Schreiber
0: Kingpin.
3: <laughs> yes! <laughs> we see.
0: He's like, give me the room. <laughs> yeah. like, he... Kingpin's back, obviously. Uh, he's been away for some time and he's ready to retake his empire when we see that he's got a guest and this guest is not there to play nice with the kingpin he zaps him and blasts him out the window down to the streets below and there is no ambiguity in this there is no possibility for oh maybe he survived kingpin is shot out the window of a skyscraper and we watch as his body plummets onto a car below in the street this man he is dead. Dead, dead, dead. he is dead. Like and who killed him? Fucking Mysterio. Oh. Oh, like, okay. is this the hardest Mysterio we've ever seen?
1: Like, Ultimate Mysterio literally fucks. He fucking rules, cool, so dude. Hard,
2: it's so about hard. fucking time somebody took this character seriously.
1: I love Ultimate
0: Mysterio, I fucking, and I just love him like so leering him. over the window, just saying. That'll look good on a resume. He like, is, oh so,
2: man. He's like, so fucking cool. This is a Watchmen moment too, by the way. This oh is straight just, up. This is just the beginning yeah, it's, it's of Watchmen. Just, yeah,
1: it's just the beginning of Watchmen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Dude, but like the flame head, the a really interesting, and I don't think it means anything, but a really interesting just little tidbit that I love on his costume, the rosary. Wrapped yeah. around his wrist.
2: Yeah. I, the, the I don't high, know. That chain that comes yeah. off of it, yeah. yeah. It's so like so it's cool.
1: very it's a it's really cool. cool touch. It's a yeah. it's a great visual. When when they said that uh that Jake Jylan Hall was gonna be Mysterio, I was really hoping we were gonna get this kind of Mysterio. Dude, yeah, would have slapped. Because I think john yeah. Hall would crush this kind of mysterious. And I mean he's yes. he's great in that movie. Yeah, uh, yeah I absolutely. Think the best That's part of all. that movie. Yeah. <laughs> like <he's>, like, <laughs> but I wish it was this, cause like Gangster Mysterio is so sick. You know what?
0: So have him, have him show up in Across the Spider-Verse. You wanna see like
1: I'm, ooh, I'm so mad
0: that he's not in into the Spider-Verse. If we're aping more La Fuente stuff for that film, there's there's two parts of Across the
1: Spider-Verse. That's when, plenty of plenty of real estate. We will get somewhere in this run. Where there is a direct correlation with the idea of into the Spider Verse and Ultimate Mysterio, and it drives
2: me crazy that they didn't
3: use that as an idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm we're... still,
2: I'm still hoping, crossing my fingers that we will get Jake Gyllenhaal coming back as Mysterio in whatever the next trilogy for Tom Holland Spider Man, because
1: that there's no way. There's no I would be really dead. cool if he did, and he came back like this. Yes. Like this. Specifically, yes. Specifically, yeah Really cool. Yes. Flamey head and everything. Exactly. Flamey Head is so sick. Oh Need it. What a
2: cool look. Ugh. Seriously.
0: So chapter two uh, starts off with Johnny passed out on the couch. Everyone's reacting to the Death of the Kingpin. The Everyone's serial... looking at
1: his yeah. Syria's <laughs> bare tummy.
0: <laughs> looking fucking. Dude, he's jacked. Mysterio's jacked. Yeah. Uh, Quentin Beck has never looked better. And he's (laughs) basically giving his pitch to everybody, to the criminal underworld, basically saying, hey, I did this shit. You come after me. I'm going to do this shit to you. But first, I'm going to do this shit to Spider-Man.
3: Well,
1: I love the, but you can keep calling me Mysterio. I like that.
0: Yeah,
3: I would have never
1: come up with that myself, but it's out there now, and I like it. Mysterio,
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I oh. his own
1: hype a little bit, and it's fucking cool.
0: It's so <laughs> cool. Uh, we do get a quick little uh, haunting nightmare for Pete as we see that he is still suffering from some PTSD from the Ultimate Event. Um,
2: I loved yeah. real quick. I loved uh, uh, La Fuentes' like version of the 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 of the other Marvel characters, you know, like yeah. that thing. And, and mainly his doctor strange. I really loved his doctor strange and Thor. And I this. love his
1: wasp.
0: Her uh, hair yeah. is wild. Yeah. But it doesn't make any sense. Cause she's
1: whole and she's not being eaten. <laughs> That's true. This, this is a very good point. Uh, <laughs> this is a very good point. Never forget. Aww. Never Aww. forget. The worst page in comics.
0: Jesus. Never forget <laughs> what they took from us. Asian wasp.
3: Uh, I love, oh, I love
1: the ultimate wasp too.
3: Ultimate wasp Jeez. rules.
0: She's a boss. Uh, We see that the next day we are uh, back at Midtown High. And guess who we get to catch up with? It's the girl who walks through fire. Our girl Kitty Pride. Yeah. The one true love. Uh, She is dealing with all the same bullshit. All the same bullshit that she's been dealing with this whole time but we now know worse now (laughs) yeah thanks to context that mutants are even hated more now that everyone knows that it was magneto that Mm -hmm. flooded new york Mm -hmm. um and we see this there's this really just fucked up moment where we see how vicious all the kids are being with kitty and then it just kind of pans over we see mary jade is filming
1: it yep and
2: it's just it's it's
1: it's messed up but two things we need to note here on this page one kong
2: yes
0: okay we're gonna i was just gonna bring that up because kong has entered his prime daddy phase yeah you mean his punk rock
2: phase yeah kong
0: punk kong Kong. look at those fucking pants yeah 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 i had a friend in high school who looked exactly like this
2: yep those are those are uh those are twelfth Doctor pants when he was his rock star look and everything like that. Except That's two on-
0: sizes smaller than they should be. Exactly smaller than they should be. Yeah, yeah. Like again, yeah. this is my high school where skinny jeans above all. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this is this was absolutely the thing. But the second thing, Malcolm, that we need to the do The second thing. Principal
1: John Suntress in the house.
0: Principal John with Suntress his, is bad.
1: His like with his like inner city his kid club? movie moment where he comes in with the baseball bat. like, hey, break it up. <laughs> hey, you kids. Uh, no one draws this. John Suntris like David Lafuente is. Yeah. This is dead on 2009 John Suntris, and it's incredible. was like, you how- kids,
0: break it up. I got a word balloon to record in a minute. God
1: damn it, I got a Bendis tapes to record. We're going for five hours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh This is the moment, however, when Kitty realizes that Mary Jane's been filming and confronts her uh, Mary Jane will not give over the uh, the footage, so Kitty's like, cool, and she phases through the camera, just absolutely wrecking it.
1: Sick. I fucking love Kitty Pryde. Uh, also, uh, both Ultimate Kitty and Ultimate MJ would absolutely be problems for high school Malcolm. <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw that out there. It's literally my three archetypes.
0: <laughs> That's the three. Ultimate Spider-Man, a book made specifically for Malcolm Russell. I mean,
1: is there any reason why it would be my favorite book of all time? Oh, I I don't don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, We see,
0: meanwhile, uh, Pete and Gwen are having their own lunch break
1: up on the roof. and Hmm. Reminds you of a specific Spider-Man movie, huh? It is weird, isn't it? It, Isn't it interesting? Specifically the conversation of, wow, it's so quiet up here. It's so much yeah. nicer up here. It's so loud mm. downstairs. Mm.
3: Mm.
0: Interesting.
1: Weird.
0: Weird. We better get in the in whatever the next trilogy is. We better get a goddamn Gwen Stacy, or I'm gonna lose it.
2: Ooh. Lose it. Ooh, that might be the thing.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna lose it. If we
2: don't no,
3: get it.
1: I, I don't see. think they're gonna do that. I think we're gonna get Felicia Hardy instead, bro. Why know.
0: not why not both? Why yeah. not both? <gasps> So, so uh there's an explosion in the distance. Pete swings off with his bobblehead ass to this uh to this crime scene where we find two new villains. The bombshells. Fuck yes. Okay, yes. listeners. Fuck. Yeah. I'm gonna let you know. I literally only know Bombshell from fucking Champions, so seeing Bombshell here, I was like, "This is wild." This is where she starts. <laughs> that is so cool.
2: I love the uh, I love the reference to Kickass here with the two of them. Yeah, very much uh, like, very much like a Hit Girl and like the dad too. Yes, yeah, so that's very much what this For is. For sure. Yeah, Big Daddy. Yeah, big
0: daddy. I just love, like, the mom is just like, look, just, we have a job here to do. And fucking Lori is just like, fuck you, I'm gonna fuck your shit up. Like, she's a firecracker. (laughs) Yeah. I Hilarious. Just wait.
3: wait. They're the best.
0: (laughs) So a battle ensues. Uh, Spidey's kind of getting his ass kicked, to to be honest. But uh, it's only because when the two bombshells are together, they are extra powerful and Spidey is able to figure out that separating them completely strips them of their powers. So he takes out Lori, the daughter first. She's apprehended by police. Pete goes after the mother and we cut on over to the Parker residence where our girl, your friend and mine, May Parker is having a little uh, heart to heart, with johnny storm we cut to chapter three where we see that mysterio again has made a public declaration that he runs the show now also this cover to chapter three
1: fuck. thrives yes it's so good Holy
0: the twinkle
2: fuck. in the eyes is what yep. gets me
1: yeah a serious whip dude like yeah cool oh, so God, good it's so cool it's so
0: why cool. hasn't what? this version been used more agree um, we will costume. see we i will need see to
2: know this so see i would get a legends figure if it actually had 100 percent. That, that is what we need that's, that's i want more ultimate legends figures. And i, I need, need more mysterio, mysterio
0: figures dead. <laughs> well did you guys see they released that uh that five pack that amazon exclusive Ugh, it's like yeah. ultimate symbiote spider-man with like a bunch and of like z a bunch list. of fucking
1: z-list character yeah <laughs> i'm not buying that
0: who are the
2: other <laughs> z lists because maybe the z lists are actually worth it
0: yeah <laughs> uh, let me and, look like... yeah let me look this up we'll, we'll... <laughs> uh, just, t- 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 tell us about this
1: uh this new newsroom malcolm so uh we've seen a little bit of this again before um this reintroduces us to ultimate jessica jones who uh you'll remember Ultimate Jessica Jones was very driven on a mission before to find out who is Spider-Man. Spider-Man clearly goes to Midtown High. Who is Spider-Man? We're gonna find out, we're gonna scoop him on the news. Well, now she seems less inclined to do that. Uh, but still clearly knows something. Uh there's a nice little confrontation with her and MJ where uh, you know, MJ mentions, like, listen, you wanted to break this story, you know, you wanted this to you said this was gonna make your college trip an easy ride. Uh and she tells MJ, like, listen, if I wanted to out the guy, there's a lot of stones I could kick over to do so. Trust me. It has this real stared out with MJ. We're like, she she clearly knows. Like, she's clearly on something, or at least knows that MJ has some kind of connection, uh, which is a lot of fun.
0: Also, um, um, Jessica Jones, a problem for high school era. The fourth <laughs> arc,
3: <article>. yes. <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: Uh, speaking of Jessica Jones, if you're not reading The Variants, you're depriving yourself. Of oh yeah, it's fun. A masterful Marvel storytelling. Uh, Jacob, the lineup for this five pack includes a Ultimate Symbiote Spider-Man, uh huh, the, the Human Fly, Ooh. Silvermane, Molten what? Man, and Razorback.
2: Oh my God, those are some weird references. <laughs> yeah, like, you exclusive? know what's really frustrating? Go check it out if you want. Who wants why it, it making, Silvermane why
1: is it making that pack? Why are they making those characters?
2: Yeah. Because
1: they they haven't been made before. Yeah, give me characters I actually fucking want. (laughs) Wait.
0: Like (laughs) Ultimate Mysterio.
2: (laughs) Why? Who is a child that's just like, oh, yeah. Silverman, I want an old man action figure. That's exactly what I want to go with my Stanley action figure. Jacob, Two they stopped man.
1: making Marvel Legends for children a long time ago.
0: Yeah,
2: <laughs> but hey, regardless, just... you know what
1: they should have made instead? Still have Ultimate symbiote Spidey in there, but make him an Ultimate Spider-Man pack where you yeah. have all of the clones. Oh my fuck, God! I would Ultimate buy Squirky. that in a heartbeat. We have wow. a new version of Ultimate Dude. Jessica Drew. Ultimate Jessica, oh, Drew. Well. Jessica Drew. They had what? one a few years ago, and what? they can have a new ver- Yeah, there, there is one. There's one out there. What? I, I know. God. I need to get it. It's it's on my holy grail list. Oh like, man. But yeah, holy you know, Christ. have have Ultimate Kane with the fucking like sweater. You know, yeah. like have, have that back instead, because yeah. that way you would still sell it because it's a bunch of Spider-Man. I agree. Where the fuck is Spider-Man? Jessica?
0: I just realized she's not anywhere hey, in this hey, book.
1: Hey, hey, Eric. Hey, Eric. Hang tight. Okay. All right. I'm okay. going to take your word for it.
2: That's so easy.
1: We see that.
0: Uh, don't, don't worry. That
2: was, okay. that was a quick diminish. That was really cool. Don't
1: worry. Uh, there is the a book <laughs> coming out, not right at this time, but very close to this. That is a side series. Uh, it's it's three miniseries that are one giant story. This story is the Ooh. ultimate story. But it's Ultimate Enemy, Ultimate Mystery, and Ultimate Doom are the three, Ooh. four. Stories. It's all written by Brian Michael Bendis, uh, all drawn by Rafa Sandoval. Um, Ooh. And that is where Ultimate Jessica Drew is. Uh, it's very much an Ultimate Spider-Man story, and we should probably discuss talking w- about I it. I was
0: like, we, we should discuss adding that if that. If I, important. I
1: literally just reread it this week because I wanted more Ultimate Spider-Man <laughs> stuff. Oh, shit. I forgot how closely this lines up timeline-wise. So uh after next volume we should discuss reading it cool okay because Works for me there's stuff that happens next volume that will tip off uh where that goes copy that so we see
0: uh aunt may having this you know heart to heart with johnny storm and we see her slowly pick apart the bravado of johnny which i think is wonderful and she does it okay. in an Ultimate empathetic way list aunt may Ultimate Aunt May is
1: the best Aunt May. She's
2: we said it before. We'll say it
1: again. She fucking rocks.
2: Totally missed her. Totally missed her. Me from too. All of yeah, man. Yeah,
1: I love her.
0: So they they do mention that you know Johnny's been suffering from kind of the same stuff that Peter has been, and you know they mention Sue. So Sue's still around. Sue's still kicking after Ultimatum, uh-huh. and he hasn't called her, but May makes sure that you know. He needs to call her Uh, back at burger frog. Pete's fallen asleep on the job. He tries to uh, escape from his yelling manager and runs right into MJ. Two of them have this uh, little confrontation. We'll say where it is revealed that Mary Jane broke up with him. And then he started dating Gwen right away after they broke up, which is not listeners. It's not the move. You don't immediately jump into another relationship after a breakup. It's not healthy. It's not a good look. Listen, just,
1: he, he does say it wasn't immediately, it was months later.
0: But also, both of them are unreliable in the narration here. This is My, also very fair. They're, they're, they're kids, so they're, their whole concept of time is skewed. And I can say that now because I'm an adult. <laughs> I'm 30 so I can talk about teenagers in a, despairing, in a disparaging way now hooray hooray uh, and then you turn the page and you get my worst nightmare giant spiders <laughs> roaming oh. the streets oh, eight legged freaks abound arachnophobia uh, baby that's, where's, uh, where's
2: David Arquette <laughs> straight
0: up I fucking like I turned that page and I was like I am not about it right now do i want to continue this book but i pressed on (laughs) dear listeners because i'm fearless and we see that when spidey shows up he doesn't see what they're seeing he just sees people like rushing
3: yeah, so it looks like people it.
1: filming an Avengers movie where there's nothing really going hey. on, but all the people are screaming in the streets. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and for some reason, there's a lot of green screen everywhere. We're not sure why. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. When Spidey arrives, he does see the giant spiders, but when he tries to web them up, the webs go right through him. So he knows that this is in fact a Mysterio image.
1: I love him like launching to yeah. kick the one in the eye, going and then straight he just through right the windshield to a car, and he's like. I'll give a web shooter to the first person who tells me what the hell is going on. <laughs> you're like, the, the physical language that David LaFuente gives Spider-Man is so good. He's really, really good. The where He tries anime. the webs and he's like, oh, yeah! Like, <laughs> thwap,
0: thwap.
2: I really, love, I really love the cop's image of him, too. Yeah. Like pops yeah. up, too. Oh, Looking oh very man
0: Spider. Yeah, yes. in the 90s uh, show.
2: Uh, yes. uh.
0: And so also, I just want to mention um, David LaFuente has given Peter Doc Ock's spider sound from Superior Spider-Man. It's flap <laughs> <thwap>, flap <thwap laughs> now.
3: Right. It's thwap,
1: thwap, I, thwap, I thwap, didn't thwap. notice that oh, until
0: no. just now. You're right. Oh, my God. That's it's so secretly funny. Ultimate Superior Spider-Man, folks. Oh that's why. That's what oh, I've that's been so making my way to. <laughs> uh meanwhile at the federal reserve we see that mysterio is robbing a whole bunch of gold until he is absolutely just v-triggered by uh by spider-man uh jacob so a v-trigger is a move that is pulled off by kenny omega wrestler at all elite wrestling and where he jumps up and hits a flying knee
2: you know i watched eat AEW with you. Do you? Right? You know that yeah, you couldn't I, you couldn't I,
0: you, you couldn't say but, what the company was just now. You didn't that is you that's because you
2: not say what the company was right now, that is true. That, that's only because I'm years of going from WWE and WWF and WW whatever the hell it is now. The w I,
1: should be first. I completely understand.
0: That. I agree. You're not, wrong. With that. You're not wrong. Yeah.
2: See?
1: So anyway,
0: uh <laughs> Kenny Omega flies into the scene, hits uh hits Mysterio. Ah, uh, Jacob. <laughs> I'm giving you some leeway. Don't, don't sting, make me right? a fool. That's still
2: Sting, right? Or Lex Lugor? <laughs> whatever. whatever.
0: Uh, you just call him Lex Luthor? Lugor. Lex Lugor. Lugor. Anyway, so Mysterio and Spidey engage in some fisticuffs. They are... I love that Mysterio goes like, I'm fucking out of here. You've, you wasted weeks of my life. He disappears and there's a little... A little question mark where he disappears. Hell yeah. I fucking love. They love Wente's art. Uh, let's so talk good.
1: about the fact that Mysterio is literally just doing Die Hard 3. And that's it, how Peter yeah, figures I, it out. Yeah, is absolutely. He's is. just doing Die Hard 3. Yeah. That's fucking cool. It's <laughs>
2: good. Also, that kind of makes me... Think of like the, the the background of Mysterio, of like who he actually is. He exactly. Is maybe, yeah. maybe he the is the movie guy. The movie guy. Yeah, exactly. Yep. That's why
1: you get giant spiders in the streets because freaking eight legged freaks, freaks. Yeah. doing Die Hard three. <laughs> <laughs> he likes movies. He likes movies. Who does it? Who does it? It's secretly fucking like Griffin Newman in there. <laughs> <laughs> I also
0: just from when I when you see the little puff of smoke question mark, I also hear some, like, Scooby-Doo sound.
3: <laughs> like that. <laughs>
0: I fucking love it. So, back at the house, back at the Parker home, we see Sue Storm is just absolutely verbally bodying Johnny Storm in the front yard. <laughs> and Gwen goes, not fucking with that. And... <laughs> Hard okay, turns into hard the house. Turns? Yeah, uh, we see Spider-Man in his least relatable, taking pictures with cops, and we see that Mysterio is none too happy that his little uh, his little robbery was foiled. Peter finally gets home and sees that Sue is outside. She gives him a big hug and says, "I need you to take care of him, and if you need anything, you call me." She gets in the car and drives away, and Peter still has no idea what's happening until he gets inside and finds out Johnny
1: Storm is his new roommate. Guess who lives here now? Come on, guess. One hint: he's awesome, and he lights on fire. Okay, that was that was two. Fine, I'll tell you: it's me. <laughs> Johnny's such a putz. I fucking
3: love it. <laughs> Dude,
0: I got I got mad. Do you guys have you guys seen those uh, Sam Adams commercials though? those like it's your cousin from boston like that energy it's me Johnny storm absolutely the cousin from boston yes and so the parker household is uh filling up very quickly we cut over to chapter four uh which sees mary jane being hit on by her manager it's fucking it's gross and not only that he's a coward because this, so, oh, you're guy, mature for your age. You fucking hate those guys. And yeah, <laughs> Leo DiCaprio, mm. you know, oh. that's true. Broke up with oh. the girl who was born on the same day that Titanic released in theaters.
1: Yeah, once, uh, once Mary Jane, uh, you know, turns twenty five, then Leo won't be interested in Yeah, won't be
2: interested. Yep. She'll have um, aged out. Too
1: old. Too old. Yeah, uh, he he doesn't want to be a grave robber. Once so, you hit 18, you age out for Drake, and then once you guess, hit twenty five, you age out for Louis. Yeah. Oh. yeah. That's that's celebrity aging for you.
2: That's celebrity aging for you.
1: So this guy, this
0: absolute scrub hanging out the side of his best friend's ride, rolls up and tries to get Mary Jane to get in the car. He fucking shows his
1: auto motherfucker. <laughs>
0: he he shows his gun, the creep manager runs off because he's a fucking coward. And before Mary Jane has to deal with the not good situation that is awaiting her in that car, the shroud shows up and starts kicking the shit out of everybody. Also takes a couple bullets to the face, unfazed, kicks the shit out of this guy uh, and (laughs) goes to check on Mary Jane. And Mary Jane's obviously like, you're putting on a voice. Like, who are you? Do I know you? And then the shroud leaves mysteriously.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh, I do love right before all the shit goes down. When, uh, the the guy opens up the car door and is like, "Come on, we'll take you home." And MJ's like, "No." And his buddy's like, "Oh, she finds you highly disgusting," <laughs> <laughs> which is
0: really funny. <laughs> it's always the it's always like the big dumb friend who suddenly has like a really good vocabulary, who has
1: incredible yeah.
0: vocabulary. Like, oh, she finds you highly disgusting. She finds like, you highly disgusting, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> And so, and I mean, you know what, Mary Jane, I get it. He's wearing a bucket hat. Like, I wouldn't
1: get into his car either. Whoa, bucket hats are cool, bro. Like, this sure. guy sucks, but bucket hats are cool. Sure. Uh, sure. So,
0: <laughs> back at the Parker house, oh my God, everybody's dealing with this new uh, this new revelation that Johnny Storm is now technically a Parker. And they're doing it over some <laughs> uh, New York pie that looks fucking delicious. I gotta say, man. Some people do not know how to draw pizza. Uh La Fuente knows how to draw some New York
1: pizza. La Fuente can draw a pizza. Uh I love that he draws how floppy a pizza is. Uh Yeah. Again, very specific physical language of having to hold these giant slices with two hands. Two hands. You gotta press your
0: your first two fingers in the middle to fold it. Uh This
1: is the pizza you should eat with a fork, but you're not going to because it's a pizza. You know, it's fucking impressive. It's fucking New York pizza.
3: It's impure. This is so good
1: looking into- New York Pizzas.
0: And so they figure God out it, the room situation. <laughs> yeah. Right? I'm like, I gotta go get some New York pizza. I gotta get some fucking pizza. Uh, they, set, they set up the room situation. Uh, Johnny's going to move into Peter's room and Peter's going to move into the attic where he was basically living already. Yep. And they have determined that uh, Johnny doesn't know how to do chores. So he's going to learn today. Love very it. quickly.
2: It's very cute. <laughs> it's just like, I've never... Done chores. It's like you wanted a normal life.
1: (laughs) But like, but there's a third less for us now. So
0: (laughs) uh Midtown High the next morning, we get this great conversation between Pete and MJ. And even though they are not on good terms, Bendis still knows how to write good Pete and MJ scenes. God does he write them so well. Um, the two of them just kind of like really confronting you know this moment and mj being very vulnerable about how she felt in that situation about this guy creeping on her and then abandoning her for this like really bad situation which if Mm -hmm. the shroud was not there could have ended up very bad and gwen shows up and i my favorite fucking thing gwen shows up she's like hey let's go she's like oh no it's like it's okay come on i'm sorry let's get out of here Why? Where? She's like, to the girls' room. You don't want to do this out here. Like, she is immediately in best friend mode. Like, let's go fucking
2: talk about this somewhere else.
0: Yeah. She,
2: this is also like very different from like uh, the way she was in the, in the first part of the series, of this series, where she was just a little more standoffish and just like a little more like confronting and everything like that. It's a role
1: reversal. Yeah. Yeah, MJ did the same exact thing for her. Right. When she flipped out when she's like, hey, you you don't want to do this here. Great point. Yeah, it is a specific point. role reversal
2: love this moment it's that's
1: character growth baby Yeah, so both cool. of
2: them and I also ruined. love
0: fucking Flash dips his head in like hey are you guys fucking fight over and everyone's like shut the fuck
1: up <laughs> shut the fuck up get the fuck out of here what a great panel that is too of yeah. just it's their three heads and then Flash's body just being blown back like By the force again of like yelling. very anime inspired and I love
0: oh, yeah. that touch That'd and it really works fun. so well for this. Uh, Jessica Jones then runs up uh, the two of them. They're like, "Hey, the Hulk's attacking a bridge. We need to go specifically the Queensboro Bridge." And for some reason, Gwen sneezes. She doesn't know why. But uh <laughs> Spidey's like, all right, I gotta go to this Queensboro Bridge. I'll be back. Gwen, I mean. you stay here specifically. I don't know why, but I just need <laughs> you to stay here. I need you to stay. Don't go anywhere near that bridge. Spidey heads off to the Queensboro Bridge and finds the Hulk. And the Hulk looks terrifying. Yeah.
2: it's Really cool. Yeah. This this is a real well drawn like.
0: Yeah, Hulk I love yeah. this full page spread showing the height difference. Oh yeah, Spider-Man's so really Hulk the is gigantic. Of like half of his arm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Hulk's hand is bigger than his entire head.
3: Yeah, like
0: fucking <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So Hulk starts blowing stuff up, just trying to smash Spidey. Again, Spidey tries to web him. Nothing. Again, this is another illusion from Mysterio, but something is still causing these explosions. And unfortunately, Spidey doesn't figure it out fast enough before he is caught by a chain reaction of explosions and Mysterio arriving. And again, a great full-page spread. Just the gotcha. Standing over Spidey's prone so body. Sick.
1: Fucking Ultimate Mysterio rules. The he rules. So good. Uh but also rules is I love, I love a battle damage Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah it like so it good. Such a good battle damage Spider-Man. The next yeah. cover is and this so one. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so different too, because of the floppy hair. Cause of the floppy hair, just falling out of the sides.
2: Yeah. And
1: then like the broken glass of the mask. Like it, it's so sick looking.
2: Really well it's done. So cool. Oh, great.
1: Look,
0: so we get to a uh, quick little intermission in chapter 5, Forest Hills, Queens where we see uh, Kitty Pride's mom, Mrs. Pryde mm-hmm. uh, is got some groceries, she's heading into the house and finds that it's cold as hell this is basically my home right now, because if hell I step yeah. outside of my home, I'm gonna be like that guy from Chronicles of Riddick, and immediately be vaporized <laughs> by the sun <laughs> It's judgment day right now outside for you. <laughs> Straight up. That's exactly. <laughs> With the fence and everything. <laughs>
3: um,
0: excessive heat warning in Los Angeles, ladies and gentlemen. I'm afraid to leave my home. So uh, Mrs. Pride heads down to the basement and finds Bobby Drake. Old Bobby Drake. And there has been a big old change for Bobby Drake in the La Fuente art here because prior to this, Bobby Drake was a giga chad in the ultimate universe. Yeah. Absolute dickhead, uh, backwards caps and bandanas all day. This Bobby Drake is very different.
1: Yeah. This Bobby Drake is awesome. He reads powers. He does. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he does. Powers in his backpack.
0: And also a book that's, that's titled. This is a drama.
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which sounds to be exactly the level of depth that, the Bobby Drake would have. That ultimate Bobby Drake would have, I should say.
0: One hundred percent. So Bobby Drake is hiding in Kitty Pride's basement. We cut back to the Queensboro Bridge where uh Mysterio is about to unmask Peter when all of a sudden the Shroud has arrived. The Shroud flying kick. Sweet flying kick. kick. It's so good. It's
1: sick as hell. Um, Uh friggin' amazing man. I kick right to the face uh, Shroud's, you know, going up against Mysterio. Mysterio's trying to blast the Shroud and has having literally no effect. So, uh,
2: I love Mysterio's- what he says. He's just like, he's just, like, I am not prepared for you. And he just grabs the I Shroud love and it. eats him off of the bridge.
1: He's it's- very strategic, man. Like yeah. that's so great. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. The yeet off the bridge is incredible. <laughs> just for him to turn around and Spiderman man to just fucking rock that
2: flying kick right to the chin. Cut yeah. <laughs> chick. Yeah. Uh uppercut kick holy shit so twice like like right into the uh and then right into his stomach and everything like that yeah Uh, yeah to
1: turn it right into again the physical language that dave Lafuente draws of this sequence like it's three panels in succession of one the kick to the chin then it goes right into him like flipping backwards as mysterio is falling to the ground and then peter just lands on him double foot
0: stomp yeah. so
1: cool oh, so good. and very spider-man
3: yeah
0: uh mysterio unfortunately though still gets the upper hand and is about to shock the hell out of peter when all of a sudden the shroud shows up right behind him and is able to disrupt his technology somehow mm-hmm. zapping away his flaming head and showing is that james mcavoy
2: Oh, good. I thought it was. I thought it was Grant Morrison for a second there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Can you they imagine? Oh my! Their god. whole dialogue. <sighs> I am not prepared for you. Like just yes. fucking like. I kind of want that now. I, like yeah. Scottish Fuck. Ultimate Mysterio. Scottish yes.
1: Ultimate. Oh that, my god! That Christopher is some... Chris doing his Scottish. Yo!
3: Oh.
1: It's Chris Prattson
0: doing Christop-
3: what? yes Destro from GI yes. Joe. Yes, or even good.
0: honestly, just his normal, normal Ninth Doctor accent. Like, fuck, that would be
1: great.
2: He does actually look like them. Actually, it's
1: he literally
0: kind of, does. He, he
2: just shaved. Does, his head. He,
1: yeah. yeah, yeah, he's got a, he's got an Eccleston.
2: Yeah, Eccleston would be awesome. What does Warm that
0: mean? Up. He's got
1: an Eccleston. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's got an Eccleston face. An he's,
0: Eccleston. Ne- he's just got an Eccleston.
2: Yeah. So. I got a Capaldi over here. I got yeah,
0: that's you, what I'm you got in. a Capaldi. <laughs> so uh, Mysterio deems that this is not fantastic and he explodes, uh, leaving nothing behind, except he's absolutely still there. He's trying to like <laughs> yeah. crawl away in the rafters and Peter's like, "Ah, I got you. And unfortunately, Mysterio is able to get away yet again. And again, just that, that Scooby-Doo, as he like just disappears in a little question mark. Yeah, I love that touch. I really, really do.
2: It, it was like the equivalent of just dropping a smoke bomb and then just yeah. walking away, basically. Trying to, like, dust. The, yeah, exactly.
0: And so uh, Peter goes to check on the shroud. The shroud does not want his help. And then as they are leaving, they point to one of the little eyes that broke off of Mysterio's gear and then disappears. And as Peter... Ooh. Uh, picks up the little piece of equipment a crowd has formed and this girl who again for high school Eric, would have been a problem
2: <laughs> it's the it's the skirt it's the what is it skirt
3: it's, Tutu? It's, Wait, whatever it's the It's whatever is. it
0: is like goth this goth girl shows up and she's just like can i have your autograph you're so hot and she's like oh my god i said that out loud like <laughs> again like would have been a problem for high school eric yes yeah. um, a real problem <laughs> we cut over to uh to kitty's house where i'm assuming kitty's just arrived and her mom is not pleased that not only was there a boy hiding in her basement it was her ex-boyfriend and kitty's like his parents kicked him out for being a mutant isn't that interesting
3: mm-hmm. isn't that interesting
0: Isn't that interesting? Hmm. Uh, But Kitty's mom does not want another kid. She cannot afford another kid in here. And then Kitty realizes something. We cut over to the police (laughs) station where we see that uh, Bendis strikes again. The flash (laughs) has been rebirthed. It's like, no one cares. (laughs) Uh, Which about Barry Allen, I couldn't agree more. Hey, hey. Uh, our captain. Hey come, uh, hey, come on.
2: Yeah, yeah, come on, come on.
0: Come on, come on what? Hey, come on. Especially, especially come on the what?
3: cop going like seriously.
2: Come
0: on, seriously. Eileen, come on, <laughs> Eileen. Come, on. come on. Come on, come on what? Come on. No, d- uh, tell me that Barry Allen is more interesting than Wally West.
2: You can't. Bum, Moving bum, on. they're very different. <laughs> um.
1: Anyway, fuck the artist of that book. Uh, Uh, Correct. And so
0: Spidey has shown up to his best friend, uh, Captain. What is this? Captain Quaid. Quaid. I almost
1: forgot. Captain Quaid. Captain Captain Quaid. Quaid. You want some Branzino?
0: Captain Quaid. (laughs) Uh, Captain Quaid don't have
1: Branzino. He's not into it. This this man is a fish and chips boy. I was just gonna say he's a fish and chips motherfucker. <laughs> he fucks with some Long John Silver,
3: so. <laughs> he, he fucks with some
1: cod, like oh battered okay, white cod. fish. God.
0: It's it's God. It, it's the best. It's the best fish for fish and chips. Anyway, uh, Spider Man has shown up. He came straight from the crime scene, which is amazing. This dialogue where he's like, so you literally picked that up from the crime scene and brought it here. (laughs) You haven't watched enough cop shows to tell you that that's a problem. And Peter's just like, I don't watch TV.
3: I I have webs. webs. (laughs) By the way,
2: I don't know if you guys heard it, but like when he pops into the, he pops into the, like when he first swings in and like is in front of the precinct and everything, and he says, "I tried to make an appointment, but they hung up on me." I just heard like the sitcom laughter, yeah, or just the applause. (laughs) applause. Yeah, Yeah. 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 that's all. Get the hell
3: in my office.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so. Him and Quaid decide we're going to team up on this. We're going to figure this out. Back at the Parker home, uh, Gwen is outside because she wants to brace Peter for what's about to happen here. <laughs> it's like Aunt May has gone insane.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I
1: love that. She's fucking
2: lost it. <laughs>
0: And Peter walks inside to find that the Parker home is now also Foster's home for imaginary friends because <laughs> they've taken in another stray. One Bobby Drake, Bobby Drake is now going to be living with them. And I love that. Peter's just like, I don't know him. Like I know Johnny. I've met Bobby yeah. a couple of times times. He's been an asshole every single yeah. time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know this guy. He's not my friend, but aunt may, gives him this really sweet reasoning. She's like, you need to be Spider-Man. I need to do this. I've learned I need to help the way I can.
1: And I... good. I love it. So, a thing that I've been sitting on since we started this, my... The only thing that comes to mind when I think of Ultimate Aunt May is that she is the patron saint for Lost Kids. I... she, And that's how she finds her purpose is like... I need to help like as many people as I can. And she's been completely changed and has, you know, just, I mean, we, we saw this early on where, you know, she takes in Gwen because Gwen was in a bad spot. So she takes yeah. in. So we knew that she had this in her a little bit, but I think seeing what Peter does and knowing what he does, you know, every day has kind of made her think differently about like, what can I do? What do I have? What can I give? And it's just exploded into this now, where she's just taking in as many people. Like, this is the cast of this book. Yeah, and yeah. that's incredible. I that we have a book that. that is literally always Ultimate Spider-Man has amazing friends now. Yes, Fucking, that's really cool. It's, love it. really, it's really really cool. cool. This I love this run so much. I love Ultimate Comics Spider-Man. I think it's fantastic. Because what other Spider-Man book is like this? none yeah yeah, none currently ever like
0: (laughs) so we cut back over to Mysterio's lair and we find that unfortunately Pete got a little bloody during his uh during his fight Mysterio is going to use that against him which brings us to the final chapter of this book and we
2: get Real quick, it when I when you turn the page to this, to this next to this beginning, to this beginning issue, all I kept hearing was everywhere you look, everywhere you <laughs> with everyone doing like the, opening the fridge door and poking out and it's Johnny and looking, at the, looking at the camera <laughs> Iceman man doing the I like like trying to make ice and then like turning the camera and smiling and his like his name comes up from underneath him. peter you know? Peter
0: climbing in the window, pulling his mask up. He's like, Oh. Yeah, exactly.
3: Like, <laughs> so they're having dinner
2: for the grand design. All right. Anyway,
0: <laughs> it's now fullest house. Which is the,
2: <laughs> the fullest house. Ultimate the fullest
0: comics, the fullest house. And so everybody's getting along, but the Gwen does this thing where she's just like, "Okay, just so we're all clear, Peter is my boyfriend." Just telling everyone how it is. I so love I'm off not limits. Having it, just like oh, that's enough. Like stop.
2: <laughs> 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 but I love it Gwen. Just like
0: I'm off limits to all of you. Just so you know, May's like she's like, sitting. Messy bitch, shut up. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> you messy
3: bitch. <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, she,
0: see, she still got a little bit of that original ultimate Gwen in her.
2: Yes. yes. So good. And they no decide, panky panky. Also.
0: and they decide Bobby Drake and Johnny Storm are too famous to just go to school with them so we need some disguises which means hair, hair changes
3: city. Johnny
0: gets his hair dyed and holy shit is that John Kent
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. oh my yeah. god slash
0: <laughs> Connor Kent from the late 90s run of Young Justice a little bit so they dye Johnny's hair black. They shave Bobby's hair, which I don't feel like would be a big enough change. Yeah. I think that's really funny that they just shave his head. That's yeah, so yeah. funny. Because they that's don't so give a weird. fuck about it. They give him the Marshall Mathers, and they're like, yeah. that's good enough. <laughs> that's good enough. <laughs> Fucking cuck. <cook. laughs> and, <I>, and, <laughs> and I love that Peter goes, you know who you sound like? My cousin. Johnny's like, you have a cousin? He's like, I do now.
3: And so we so, cut
0: to the next day where we see that uh, May is trying to enroll Peter's two cousins, Bobby Parker and Johnny Parker. They don't even bother changing their first names. Nope. So
2: good. nope. <laughs> this
0: is so sloppy and just complete. There's no tact
1: with this. And I love it for them.
0: And <laughs> Suntress sees right through it. Yeah. You can tell. Yeah. Sanchez has interviewed enough comics creators that he's like, look, you're not even being subtle here. He's like, listen, I you know I'm aware of the Fantastic Four, right? Like, <laughs> like <who laughs> the Fantastic Four guy.
1: <laughs> he's like, I've interviewed plenty of people. I'm probably gonna have Alex Ross on next week to talk about his new Fantastic Four graphic novel, Full Circle, <sighs> which is in stores now. Like you realize that, right? Like wait, <laughs> wait,
0: wait, hold on. What do you mean in store? That's not until next week. No, it's not no. No, it's not Malcolm. Yeah. Yes, it is. We no, it's now. no, it's not
1: Malcolm. We I did not now. go
0: to my comic shop and completely miss Fantastic Fourfold Circle. We
1: have them now. Stop. Well, out you, it was I know on what the I'm schedule for next this. week? We have them now. No, no.
2: Everywhere you look, everywhere you show.
1: <laughs> it's me busting
0: the door down to my comic shop and going. Hey, look at <laughs> smile and look at the camera
2: and then well, I know what away. I'm doing
0: after we get off, out of here uh, yes. run to my comic shop and hope that they still have copies uh, uh, I love what Suntra says here he's like look last time you were in this room I accused you and your nephew lots of Spider-Man stuff I had you arrested I really appreciate you looking past that and May's like I could look past that if you could look past this obvious, not even well planned ploy <laughs> that I've got to enroll two superpowered children. Resume, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like, Look, let's just try and make this as normal as possible. <laughs> and so now we have Johnny and Bobby Parker. And immediately MJC's right through it. I love her about to like spill the beans, and going just like no, shut the shut, shut the like, fuck up. Shut go to sleep, go me to me sleep, off, go to sleep. <laughs>
2: You're gonna go to sleep now.
0: And Johnny immediately jumps right into hitting on MJ, sleep. which so classic cool. Johnny Storm, classic Johnny Storm. <laughs>
2: Are you doing also, an accent? <laughs> no
0: good? You,
1: Bobby looks exactly like Bobby from King of the Hill. And that's so
3: funny. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> does.
1: That's so funny. I'm just hear that.
3: I didn't even realize I that. He looks
1: that. exactly... It's specifically that panel, that's oh, a Oh, God, that is. <laughs> oh, my
2: God. Dad, Dad, can I have a gun rack for my back? <laughs> Bobby, do you have any idea how long i have waiting Bobby. for that?
1: Damn damn it, Bobby! Bobby, Stop it with the ice powers.
2: (laughs) I can't. It's so fucking hot in Phoenix. (laughs) it, we need to move. I'm melting.
0: (laughs) Oh, okay. So we found our voice for Ultimate Bobby Drake. It only took us (laughs) all the way until now. (laughs) But now, if I go back and look at. Previous Bobby Drake with this it voice, it
3: it's <laughs> even so... better.
2: <laughs> what damn it, You're Bobby! God so
0: oh, damn it, Bobby! It's Come so. On, Does that mean Charles Xavier has the Hank Hill
1: voice?
2: Oh my God! It's
1: damn sad. it, X Men! I need you to gather now. <laughs> to me, my X Man, I'm here for mutant and mutant relations. <laughs> <laughs>
0: This is the Danger Room and Danger Room accessories.
2: <laughs> what is Dale the voice of Magneto? Is that what it is? Like, is
0: it <laughs> no, Boomhauer's <Andy>. Magneto.
2: <laughs> no,
0: no, no, Boomhauer's Beast. Because there is nothing interesting that that man has to say.
1: Dale, oh, wow. right. Tell me
0: when I'm speaking right. lies.
1: Right. Tell me you when I'm right. speaking lies. Fuck Hank McCoy. Yeah. So we yeah.
0: see. Got him. Uh, <laughs> We see everyone is palling around when all of a sudden Peter notices someone walking away. And I think it's very curious that this per- like, obviously the focus is on the doors. I was going to say, he's, he's not noticing happening. the person walk away. But why what? is this person in the pink backpack center frame? See, because
1: okay. they're just walking down the hallway. <laughs>
0: I hallway. I disagree. <laughs>
2: I thought my I thought the attention I I thought that too I thought it was supposed to be the person walking away I my attention was first that but then I started seeing that cloaked the the the, the hooded guy that's off. To oh the yeah, side the creepy on the guy on the left. Yeah. yeah, I thought it was that guy for a no. second. If you and look then, at
1: the door, you see in the window
2: that yes,
0: I is recognize coming. that. Yeah, but <laughs> right. why was this person center? And I'm just saying because I'm yeah. walking down the hallway. Mm. That's literally it. They're just walking down the hallway. But, yeah. but David Lafuette could have framed it differently, is what I'm saying. No, yeah. because it's just a part of life. It wouldn't have pulled it's just forward. People living their own lives, and that. No one walks out. in the center of the hallway, Malcolm. Everyone you knows you walk on the right side, like you're driving on the road. No, Gentlemen, you walk in the center in... when there's people on both sides of the hallway. You walk no, the Malcolm. So an explosion this happens. this person thinks that they're a the man. main character in their
2: story. Gentlemen, an explosion it happens. It doesn't matter because she dies immediately because of this explosion. Yeah, I mean,
0: Yes, Absolutely. she
3: does <laughs> right
0: <laughs> uh we see that we now have ladies and gentlemen our first spider slayer hell yes, yes. Uh, this thing is
1: creepy as fuck it's looking so creepy
0: good. as fuck
2: this is as alien as it looks and it's yeah so, yeah. Good. The so this eyes. spider
0: slayer is going after peter specifically everyone evacuates uh i i love this damn it bobby i love the sequence Spider-Man is like just dip, dive, dodging, dipping and dodging through the hallway as he's suiting up, pulling his costume on piece by piece. Patches would be thrilled, man. Dude, it's so cool. Like it feels so cinematic, especially like the slide, him pulling up the tights on his pants, missing a boot,
1: one boot off.
0: Yeah. And then one of my favorite panels: him finally pulling the mask on and going, "It's the costume." I'm just too cute in this damn costume. I love it. (laughs) So good. I I love love it so much.
2: The next panel after that is like one of my, is one of my image. uh, I want that as covered art. It's just a background of Spider-Man fighting this machine. And you just see his eyes illuminated and everybody just just running away. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I love that. I want that.
0: So cool. Johnny is desperate to get in there, but Gwen is telling him, no, you have a secret identity now and you have to preserve that. Uh, Meanwhile, Pete is able to pick up uh, Principal Suntris when the Shroud dips in and Spidey's able to push Suntris into another
1: room, turns around. (laughs) So what the hell is that? And I was like, I thought it was you. But now that I see you two together, I was way off.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pete turns around to battle the Spider Slayer and finds that the Shroud has taken care of this thing. And just coughs. coughs. (laughs) That's <laughs> so <Hey>. funny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then fucking mean, Johnny Storm comes in with a fucking overkill of like ah, sets it on fire. Uh, Pete's <laughs> like, dude, that that could have had evidence. What are you? You don't like, touch oh, the yeah.
1: evidence. <laughs> like, everyone crazy. knows that. Don't you watch cop shows?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> By the way, if if Johnny flamed on, do you think like? Uh, the dye in his hair like evaporated or something like that? That would be an interesting question.
1: Great question. Great question. Uh, no, I don't think it does, but though I guess we'll see. We'll see if he
0: has to reapply it every single day, that that would would wreak havoc on his scalp. Yes, that would.
2: I just think that he'd 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 start looking
0: like Bobby the Hill Drake over here pretty quickly. (laughs) (laughs) So, Pete and uh, and Johnny fly off. And we see the shroud dip out of the ground specifically, knocking away dumpsters, falling to their, you know, falling into a sitting position, pulling the hood off. And it's Kitty Pride, baby. Of course. Kitty Pride. Of course. And it makes all the sense of the world once you get there. Mm-hmm. Because her power is density shifting. It's not Mm -hmm. just phasing. Yeah. And so, however, we do see that she is bleeding. Big ol' nosebleed. Yeah. Which makes me wonder, is she not using her powers how... Or is she using her powers not how she's supposed to? Mm. Very interested in
1: that. Very interesting.
0: Uh, We see back at Mysterio's base that Quaid has gotten a little task force. But unfortunately is discovered and mysterio blows up his base to cover his tracks which wraps up this volume of ultimate spider-man uh god damn what a start to this new era of ultimate spider-man guys it's a banger right it's great it's great i was cautious because i was so married to the aesthetic of the previous uh previous volumes but holy shit, am I in. That La Fuente art is chef's kiss. Mm-hmm. And so as we're wrapping up this volume, gentlemen, uh, what was your favorite part? And uh, what did you think about the volume as a whole? We're going to go to Malcolm first.
1: I love this shit, man. I, I love this shit. It, it feels like putting your glove back on, but it's a different glove. You know, it's, it's great. It's 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 a totally different era it's super fun uh this is how i want like my spider-man cartoons to feel man this is my kind of spider-man story like it's 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 exactly what i need i love it uh like i said it brings me back to when i picked up the first issue the first time which you know it's crazy to think that that was like 13 something years ago but uh it's it's a great time man it's a lot of fun
0: and did you have a uh, favorite
1: moment? Favorite moment is really hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I think it might be the bridge fight. That Just is the, pretty good. The, the physical language, again. I'm going to keep talking about that with Dave LaFuente because I think he's so good at it. But the physical language of that fight is so awesome. So, yeah, it might be that. Nice. Jacob?
2: Um, yeah, this is... Uh, I remember getting this this volume and these issues when they were coming out, and um, I was going to just jump the Marvel uh, Ultimate Spider-Man train right here, but I went. To, I finished this fir- that first issue. I was like, "Oh hell, there's so much that happened before this, <laughs> and I feel so lost, and I feel bad not actually getting into." This. So I'm just like, "Oh, I'll, I'll wait. I guess I'll wait." So and uh, and I meant to come back to it. So coming back to this now is with the uh, with all that history uh, behind it is it's so incredible. It is so cool to get into this this point in this in this co- in this series. Um the art is incredible. Uh it's dealing with my favorite villain, Mysterio of all time. Uh oh, yeah. probably the best version of this character I've ever seen, honestly. Uh you got um probably uh, I, I was just thinking about this and I'm like one of the things that um, when we did the interview with Jason Aaron, uh, he mentioned that he was real. He really loves Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And I was just thinking, like, this is something. <laughs> this this volume is kind of an I uh, would be a great like pitch if Jason Aaron was uh, in charge of this. You know, like what, what he would go like this version of Spider-Man and his amazing friends is something I would totally see. Is like this 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 um, this Aunt May's wayward hold for lost souls is fantastic. That's my favorite part about this is just that opening scene where everybody's at the table and Spider-Man's just like just monologuing to himself, like, staring what straight.
1: It's happening. Like, staring
2: straight at the audience, going like, like looking like, like the Last Supper. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's definitely a sitcom moment. It's, it just made me laugh thinking like there's. I I've never. Th- I, I keep loving like sitcom moments in like Spider-Man because it totally would read so much like that if they did. If they ever go that route for Spider-Man as a TV show, um, yeah. This this is the best. This is my favorite volume. This this wow. is obviously my favorite volume. because Hell how, yeah! How good this is, well structured, and how well they introduced Mysterio into this universe. Um, Ballsy, killing the the kingpin oh my god like, yeah like that's another thing just that's like, how you make
1: a statement baby yeah
2: that's true really is just full-on watchmaning him you know like that's crazy that's cool so yeah i'm this get get into this kids because this is uh this is where it's we're just we're just starting it up i can't get wait for to it, it, yeah. next storm yeah, at Starman. yeah.
0: <laughs> same here i'm i'm super excited i love this volume i wasn't i didn't know what to expect going into it but i absolutely loved it my favorite part uh the conversation between pete and may about may saying this is what i need to do you do what you need to do this is what i need to do i i love that aunt may has been one of the best characters in the entire book and i'm excited to see her story continue i'm excited to see everybody's story continue yeah um i have a lot of questions but we'll see what happens um it's it's gonna be a hell of hell of a ride but before we get to next week and the next installment of the book club uh we've got some emails which means uh malcolm what time is it
3: oh yes it's mail time (laughs) if you want to
0: be part of the geeksplained book club mailbag send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com put Ultimate mailbag or book club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it on the show. Our first email comes from Abdullah Kathrata. Abdullah, what up? I'm writing in. Uh, they right. hi, gang. I'm happy to be getting back to Ultimate Spider-Man and looking at this next chapter of the run. I know it will be some time yet, but I do have a suggestion for the next book club read. That is, if you're masochistic enough and are all willing to suffer for the entertainment of your listeners. Oh, Chuck Austin's X-Men run. Nope. Anyone nope. remembering <laughs> Angel's Healing Blood and Annie the Nurse? Nope. The fact that a chunk of that run has been recently collected in trade while much more worthy of books nope. haven't absolutely blows my mind. Nope. For-
3: <laughs> nope.
0: Nope. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, Malcolm's Hell not no. willing to suffer. But <laughs> uh,
2: no. I've read do writes- that once. I don't need to do it again. <laughs> um, I think reading an X-Men book is already punishment enough, but we can definitely I think we should do it just because 10. The
0: the email continues for a much better book to read. That's not one of the big two. I'd suggest birthright by Joshua Williamson and Andre Bresson. It's a really good story with amazing art a manageable 50 issues collected in 10 volumes. If you're not familiar with it, the hook is what happens to the family of the young hero when he disappears to another realm? And what happens when he returns? That sounds really interesting. Have you Have uh, you
1: guys read Birthright? It's fantastic. No, no,
0: no. I'm it's gonna look fantastic. into it now for sure. It is uh, super good. He then writes, I also have one question for you guys. What's your favorite version of Batman? in any medium or comic run and what's your least favorite my favorite has to be the justice league slash justice league unlimited version of batman it's the batman animated series version in his final refined form this version of batman manages to show a batman that is a great detective amazing fighter and skilled tactician while also giving him weaknesses and vulnerabilities a close second is the denny o'neill batman for all the same reasons my least favorite version is the bat god version a batman who's on the verge of omniscience and who can never be beat is just not that interesting to me interested to hear your thoughts and apologies for the long email thanks Abdullah Abdullah. No need to apologize. We love getting emails and ones that yeah. we can read through. Thanks so, for sending in, please yeah, thanks for sending in and uh putting birthright on our radar. We'll have to take a look at that one great, great. Um, do you guys have a favorite version of Batman?
2: Uh,
1: yes. yes, Jacob, yeah. go first.
2: uh I love Batman Brave in the Bold. Oh, oh good joy I, I knew that
1: was gonna be your answer <laughs> love that i
2: character.
1: knew that dj vader batman was gonna be <laughs> oh
2: batman. my god that 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 batman drives every yeah. time because of just it the reminds me of, of Neil. justice
3: yes that was good yeah well, thank it's, you thank it's so it's, it's i watched that, that show it's, that yeah, show awesome. is so
2: good, just uh, as a like a tribute to the Silver Age a, in yeah. general. And um, honestly, between that and also like the way he's designed to be like a lot like Neil Adams' uh, Batman, the whole yeah. blue cowl and everything like that. Ah, oh, it's so good. And you barely see him without the mask on. I think that's kind of cool. That you don't ever see Batman as Bruce Wayne that much. No, he's just you see Batman it
0: one time. Yes, yeah. the Chill the Night episode. Yes, exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. And then that, and then that's it. You basically just like um, every every version of, of that. That's my favorite Batman for sure. That, I will that
1: maintain Batman that stuff. that show has the finale that makes me cry the most every Agreed. time.
0: Agreed. Every time. I yes. I
1: don't think I've ever cried at a finale as hard as I did that one. I was close with Rebels, Ugh. but Ooh. that one fucking just broken. Oh, rebels is a great pick uh malcolm what is
0: your favorite version of batman
1: so my favorite version of batman there, there's two i have two favorite versions i can't pick between the first one is uh batman written by grant morrison specifically in the beginning of their run on batman so Ooh. right after infinite crisis yeah i think that like first story arc where it's like james bond is batman yeah is fucking awesome Ooh. um you should jacob you should read morrison's run on batman i think it's the best run on that character ever and everyone should stop writing batman afterwards speaking uh, of
0: maybe feature picks for the book club
1: honestly we could do we could do grant morrison batman and Ooh, fucking rock fun. that yeah uh the second one is uh reno romano's batman from the batman
3: yeah yeah yes, Hell which i yeah.
1: I will be the only person on the planet to say that that is far superior to Batman the Animated Series.
3: they close the Batman, for me. I think close. the
1: Batman is so excellent, and the character journey that that character goes on is very present across that entire run.
3: Hell Whereas, yeah! Like Batman Great the Animated game. Series, like, he
1: doesn't really go on an emotional journey throughout the thing. Right. You know, he, he stays Batman, but yeah. you get to see reno Romano's the Batman go through a journey of being the solo vigilante to learning to trust people to learning to trust a network of people to learning to build a family to being a dad to being a superhero yeah and i i think that journey is so incredible i i love that show i think that's
0: one of the best uh dick grayson robin entries in a matter of family it yeah.
1: has the best dick grayson robin Love entry. it has it. some great dick and barbara dynamics mm-hmm. uh, it has the coolest version of mr freeze sorry i'm not sorry it has the coolest version You're of firefly sorry i'm not sorry yeah. and it that has the true. best version of the joker
2: uh let's no okay let's not he's cool three I mean, he's three
1: for, for me you,
2: you got three rocks baby you got
1: he's, three he's, he's great just, he's, so he's great. second best version because uh john dimaggio in under the red hood is the best version oh, oh. Well, yeah i mean Sorry. i would put him above
0: that's DiMaggio. The, that's i would bring him above dimaggio
1: for me old tired gangster joker is my, oh, shit.
0: Oh, my <laughs> um, I, I love all those picks my favorite i mean you said batman not specifically bruce wayne so it's dick grayson batman baby okay Okay. there you go it's dick grayson batman followed closely behind by terry mcginnis yeah Uh, okay those are my guys um i I just batman i just think that batman is considerably more interesting when he's not bruce wayne yeah i wonder that's fair Um, yeah do we have a least favorite do you have a least favorite version of the character I agree with what Abdullah said.
1: Bat God,
2: yeah, Bat I God sucks. Bat God
1: so much.
2: That and also beware the Batman. The the oh, the, what's wrong oh, with that? Interesting. That was, that was uh, I tried watching that. I didn't, didn't gel really, with it. I didn't gel with it at all. Oh, I, was okay. I, 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 I did love like the extra up. characters, like uh, villains that we don't normally see, like Professor Pig and Anarchy. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's what grabbed my attention was just the villains, and more so not Batman. Fair uh, enough yeah that and the uh oh my god what is that what is that uh, uh just just yeah i guess that's i guess that's the only like really kind of like irksome one fair did again my least
0: favorite uh post dark knight returns miller batman i cannot stand miller's oh. batman
2: yeah from
0: dark knight strikes again on it's just i like bad. dark knight
3: strikes At again Alt- it's a awesome.
0: bad story and you like should strikes. feel bad for liking it <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> a bad story Dark knight returns for the justice league and I, I dark like <laughs> and frank miller's batman has only gotten worse from there it's, I <gasps> really like
3: it's um,
0: bad shit
1: my other least favorite get ready for emails on this everybody my other least favorite is probably ben affleck
0: just because oh you're gonna get the snyder stands running after you the, the
1: association yeah. with it is just so strong for me now that like that's i fair. can look at that portrayal without without being repulsed.
0: also guess who's linked so closely to that version frank miller's batman i exactly. rest my I, case
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, Yay. that's what made
1: me think of it yeah for sure <laughs> yeah, exactly
0: uh, abdullah thank you for your email we also got an email from good brother adam stringfellow hey adam, adam wrote in Uh, He writes, Hey team, I know it's been a hot minute, but I hope all three of y'all are doing well and hope that this week has been good so far for this week. I think, I think I wanted to ask the three of you for recommendations. Actually, I'll be honest lately. My depression has been pretty rough lately. Uh, Please don't pity me worry about me this happens all the time and I wanted to ask what are some comic book tv or movie recommendations that y'all would suggest for someone in a pretty bad depressive slump any that either makes me forget about my depression or anything that makes note of it that I can relate to I just finished binge uh been watching Abbott elementary fantastic show but and I could yeah. use something new to watch until season two hits September also any tips that y'all have about keeping healthy and somewhat happy I would greatly appreciate Please take care, y'all. I hope that three of you are well, and hope to hear from you all soon. All the best and much more, Adam. Uh, first off, just a real quick thing, um, Adam. We would never pity anybody no. for going mm-hmm. through stuff like that. No. Um, we, I, I think I have I've been pretty open on the podcast, both the main podcast and the book club, about my struggles with depression. So I would never, in a million years, pity anyone for that. I will say. Yes, we are concerned and we worry for you. We want to make sure that you're doing good. Um, But that's not from a place of pity. It's from, you know, just a place of caring. So I just wanted to make that a quick point. But um, I know we all go through stuff. It's tough. Um, If I'll I'll do the stupid cheap plug here. Uh, I actually did an episode about feel good comics. If you're looking for it, for stuff to, you know, just read. Uh, It's episode 147. Uh, I did like a top five feel good comics during a period that I was going through a really bad slump. So uh, that's for the main podcast, but other stuff that I would recommend. uh, I don't know why this came up, but uh, when I thought about your question, um, there's a film called big fish. Uh, Ewan McGregor, uh, no matter what that film always, for some reason really uplifts me. Um, Great movie. You should check it out if you haven't. Um, but uh,
1: do you guys have any anything you'd recommend? Uh, I have some like TV recommendations. Uh, it. If yeah. you haven't, uh, what we do in the shadows, the TV show, is yeah. an mm-hmm. unbelievable, unstoppable juggernaut of just feeling great about fun. Yeah. Um, it's it's super fun, super light, and just goofy and a great time. Uh, I have been watching through the Orville.
3: Right nice. now, nice. Yes. Uh, I'm on job. the last
1: season, which listen, I, I will fully admit there there are bits in the Orville that get very real and very intense.
2: Um, they deal with real problems like nowadays, like modern problems in the yes, uh, in a more future all the, term. the, all the yeah. topa
1: episode. I don't know if you guys have seen season three, but the topa episode no, no. in season three almost had me in tears. Oh um,
2: god, it,
1: it was just a very earnest portrayal um yeah. clearly written from a place of caring which i really appreciate uh it wasn't farcical it was it was just very very honest um but yeah uh i think that that the orville is fantastic man it's got some really great sci-fi it that'll give you a view of a world that's a little bit better but still deals with our shit um yeah. it's a lot of fun i'm i'm really enjoying watching that uh also just finished the first season of russian doll
0: for the Hell first time yeah which yeah. is
1: wonderful and way better than that other sci-fi show on netflix that everyone talks about um (laughs) russian doll fucking rocks if you haven't watched russian doll i think that actually might be exactly what you want right now because both of the main characters in russian doll are very depressed um but it's really much about uh learning to accept yourself learning to accept that you can't change some things and also learning to lean on people and uh that really spoke to me especially like in the past like couple weeks that really spoke to me so um i would try those
0: jacob any recommendations
2: um if if you if you don't uh, i'm gonna recommend one thing that don't watch because this what fueled my depression when i was just like in in a deep state uh is bojack horseman do not watch watch that don't watch
1: don't watch
0: don't watch watch that
2: don't watch watch that. No, that's that's just gonna feed it.
1: But uh, I, I had to stop watching BoJack because it put me in a really bad place. because yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. it, yeah, it, it really festered on a lot of shit that I was going through. It
2: really, <laughs> oh, it really prolonged my depression even longer. Oh, and that's, yeah. Yeah, and it really hard. It was harsh. Um, if, it, uh, if there's a movie I will recommend that I always watch that that I used to watch all the time and I still do to to this day that that just just for the fun, just because I love it so much and I love the soundtrack mainly of it is Little Miss Sunshine. um that is that is an incredible movie of like dealing with family trauma but the a family that doesn't really connect well with each other and and then bonding through a trip uh just for the sake of the youngest member of the family Mm -hmm. it is so good it is and and the soundtrack is also incredibly fun uh two shows i would recommend on that would with that is lost in space on netflix nice. is not a lot of people have been talking about this but mm. i fucking love that show it's and a lot I, of fun and i ate it up the minute that the first episode is what gets you the first episode in terms yeah. of what happens and what goes on is pretty much um gonna suck you in for the rest of the series and um god it's such a good show um it, it
1: parker uh, posey for the win baby oh yeah yeah
2: yeah uh, and uh uh god there was like there's like one more show. You were mentioning like what we're doing the shadows. And I was just thinking about like, what was I watching? I was like, uh, Schitt's Creek is also really good. Um, oh yeah i just got into i've, I've only
0: watched like a couple episodes but i they've been bangers every single time the, yeah it, listen it just, go through it
1: it's so good
2: it it gets better every season like mm-hmm. i blew through interesting th- it's mainly season two you go through that real quick because it's yeah. just like how things just flow a lot well, better because hell yeah. from from just the first season into that it's just so good yeah, um, that
1: shows a warm hug. I like.
2: just—it really is because I just watched the Christmas episode, and that's the episode ah, that just yeah. gets everybody. Oh, yeah. like, oh, yeah. That—that is—that is the episode. Um, that show yeah. is
1: simply the best.
2: I, I can't recommend uh, that. You'll understand exactly.
0: Yeah. Uh, what would also give that title to uh, the Good Place? Good Place is a wonderful fucking mm, yes. Oh, yeah. um, Throwing ethics into the back. Ab- yeah. Absolutely, it's so good. Um, I think the one—the one that I would like to wrap this up with a bow with um kiki's delivery service
2: oh yeah it is for me the
0: best Studio ghibli movie it's a movie about burnout it's a movie about depression and moving your way through it anytime that i get really down i watch kiki's delivery service and it helps me a lot so um adam i hope these recommendations help you uh and as is customary when he writes in uh he gave us a ps uh writing random question i know but who are each of y'all's favorite robin for me, Tim Drake. Dick might have started the role. Jason might have deconstructed it. Stephanie might have added spice to it. And Damien might have evolved it. But to me, Tim will always be the one who perfected the role. Rapid fire. Who's your favorite Robin? Malcolm.
1: Dick Grayson is my favorite DC character. Tim Drake is the best Robin. Jacob, favorite
0: Robin. Tim Drake.
2: Tim Drake, all every time, every time.
0: Adam, it's a hat trick. Tim Drake all around. As Malcolm said, I think Dick Grayson as Nightwing is the best. But purely in the role as Robin, all of us agree. Three out of three. And now with you makes four out of four. Tim Drake is the one. Um, Adam, I hope you feel better, buddy. It's uh, This stuff is never fun to go through. And it it shows a lot of strength of character that you were able to share that with us. So yeah. thank you for doing that. Um, and feel free to reach out. We're and, uh, yeah.
2: And know that you're loved. You absolutely you're loved by absolutely. all of us. Thanks. And so thank fair. you.
0: Any, anytime that I check the inbox and see that we got something from you, it makes my week. So Adam, you you got while, a, you've got my
1: Twitter handle. Shoot me a DM. If you want to talk, man, I got you. Hell yeah.
3: Ooh, sexy uh, time with
2: Malcolm, <laughs> nice, 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 nice. Slide right I on into Malcolm's <laughs> DMs.
0: Uh, so that is going to do it for that this week. Long. Again, <laughs> <never> uh, does, <laughs> if you want to be... <laughs> God damn it. I'm trying to do the <laughs> outro. Um, again, if you want to be part of the Explained book club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplained at gmail.com, put ultimate mailbag or book club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here. Finally, next week we are tackling volume 2 of <laughs> ultimate comic spider-man entitled chameleons uh, this is going to be issue 7 through 14 and the synopsis goes like this spider-man and his amazing friends Iceman and the human torch team up to help the newly powered rick jones deal oh. with the crazy changes and responsibilities that come with power but what side of the coin is rick jones on is this the birth of a new hero or the birth of an ultimate enemy plus it's the return of spider
3: woman yeah! and, guess who she,
0: <laughs> and guess who she totally makes out with in this issue yeah you heard me what okay uh, uh it's gonna be real interesting because i if i remember correctly seeds were planted previously oh. so we'll have to see how that shakes out interesting. um you don't you don't remember that We'll talk about it next week, but yeah. Yeah, So next week, Ultimate Comics Spider-Man volume two chameleons issue seven through 14, be there or be square, not a circle, but for now, for the Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I am Malcolm Russell
1: Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. Another show to add for a good time. I'm really enjoying She-Hulk. I totally forgot. Like, it's super fucking fun. Watch She-Hulk? It's so good. It's so fun.